Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So I know a lot of you have been asking about my mom and my dad. I'm going to fill you in right now because we're having a conversation about seniors. And as much as I hate to admit it, I think my parents do fall in that category. After all, my dad just turned 94, so I think he is. Uh, But we're chatting here. We're in studio with Chris Curran of Care Patrol CT. It's always nice to have you back. Good morning. It's always be good to be here I'm and be so seen. Happy. And who have you brought with you today? Oh, we have in our studio the newest member of the Care Patrol CTNY team. His name is Craig Oshrin. Hi, Craig. How are you? Hi. Good to see you. I know that we recognized each other from a recent event, and I said, I know I know you, but I'm, you're out of context. Well, congratulations and welcome. Thank so you. So happy to have to you here. in the studio. So, and uh, before we get into my parents, Chris, just tell us a little bit, Care Patrol CT, what do you do? Yeah, so Care Patrol is the nation's leading provider for senior placement services. Um, we provide a free service for seniors and their families who need to help navigating the senior care continuum. So we specialize in placement into independent living, assisted living, and memory care communities. But we always help with home care options if people are staying in their home, um, if people need to do advanced care planning and understand uh, long-term care placement in a skilled nursing facility, we help with that sort of connection. Um, And you don't charge? No. Our services are always free to families. We are compensated directly by the providers of assisted living and memory care in the area. And do you have a a system where where you get paid more by some others, so like you sort of have a natural sort of bias towards some versus as others? Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm a salaried employee, um, so I'm paid from Care Patrol. Um, Care Patrol is paid uh, a one-time referral fee from these networks of providers, okay. and they're all, by and large, the same type of, so of commission, if you will. So you're very case-specific. Yeah, every, everybody's case or everybody's situation is different, so we meet the families where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody has the resources for assisted living. Not everybody, We all know that. Not everybody has oh, yeah. the care needs that are appropriate for a uh, at home or for a senior living environment. So it depends really on the three things that we kind of hone in on are the care needs of the individual, so understanding their physical care needs and their mental acuity. 
um, the budget of the family or the individual. So what are their assets? What's their what does their income look like? Um, and then finally, where are we all located? Where is the individual, the senior located, and where are the adult children? Or who's that person who's going to answer the phone in the middle of the night? That's the person we need to know. Where are you located? Because you're the true. one who's going to be that point person out of the five siblings. Well, I siblings. know it's a national network, but you guys specialize in Connecticut and New York. We specialize in Connecticut, um, Westchester, Manhattan, yeah. and, and, and then Putnam and Duchess. Yep. So I have a question just first off. Um, this assisted living piece, which is expensive and confusing. And it's confusing from a financial point of view. Because nursing homes, if you need that level of skilled care, you know that you can that Medicare will have to pay for it if you have no choice. Medicaid. Medicaid. Pardon me. Medicaid will have to pay for it. You may have to be impoverished, but Medicaid will pay for it. Is does Medicaid in any circumstances pay for assisted living? In some small circumstances, what happens is there's a Connecticut pilot program that there are some communities that based on where they were built and the towns they're in, they have to have a certain number of beds that um, they offer to low-income seniors. So, oh. But what they do is there is a discount on the care portion of the... What do you mean by discount? So what happens is they get some subsidies through, let's say if someone's on uh, Medicaid, they, they don't want them to be out of the apartment in the senior living environment, but the family might be covering the cost of the rent Let's say the rent's five thousand and the care is three thousand a month. The senior may have an income of a few thousand dollars right. or four thousand. Then they have to make up that other four or five thousand a month for the care of the individual and medication management and that sort of thing. The state can come in and supplement some of that care oh, cost. Okay, so let's say there's a little town. This is very interesting to me because we had a CLE yesterday. You know who we had it with? Con- uh, continuing legal education. I bet you know her. May Reed Painter. Oh, okay. The ombudsman. The ombudsman. The ombudsman. It's very hard to say. (laughs) And in fact, she said it's a Swedish word, and she hates that the state has changed it to ombudsperson, because she says it's so ridiculous. (laughs) It's hard enough. She said that. She introduced herself by saying it's hard enough to say ombudsman, and it is nothing about gender. It's just this Swedish word that means like an oversight person. Got it. So please let me use that instead of having to say that I'm an ombudsperson. (laughs) That's literally how she introduced herself. But anyway, she had said... In passing, and that's why I was asking you, there are some towns in Connecticut, and now I know the reason, that have these small mom-and-pop nursing homes and assisted living places where Medicaid people can be. Yeah, so it's few and far between. Few and far between. Very few and far between. And and, and what happens is the individual, you still need to cover the cost of the rent. So if someone's impoverished, it's very difficult to, to maintain that. Um, living situation long term as, as the care needs increase. So does it help some some people in unique situations where they have some income and the family's willing to kick in? Will it extend someone's stay in a senior living environment? Yes, for sure. Um, more often than not, though, unfortunately, it, the cost is just too much where the, where the state funds don't cover enough of the cost. It's not like if you're in an assisted living for three or four years, you run out of assets, and then the state come in, comes in and says, well, you know, we're going to cover now the seven or eight thousand dollars a month they, they, they cover that. some of it a very small portion so then what happens to that person well that person when they run out of money then if they running out of money they have to start looking towards a new higher level of care or a place that will take medicaid which in connecticut is skilled nursing, nursing, nursing home facility or the other the other possibility is if this individual is still highly functioning just needs maybe 
help with the shower, um, medication management, there are residential care facilities, okay, and that's a step before the skilled nursing environment. So, Oh, there is an in-between. Yeah, so the in-between is that congregate housing residential care facility where you have a, your own maybe private room, uh-huh. maybe not a full one-bedroom apartment, but you have a private room, you're getting your three meals a day, um, you have some activities, but you're in more of a, it's like that step before the nursing home. It's not the new shiny assisted living uh, community on the block. But you still have your independence. You have your own private space. You're not sharing a room. So that's the big thing is when people hear Medicaid, they think nursing home and a roommate, which is most often the case. You cannot be in your own private space or private room uh, if you're on Medicaid, really. It's very hard. Unless, again, even if you're in a residential care facility, you're sharing potentially a shower or a bathroom. You know, just having this little bit of a conversation with you, we're chatting with Chris Curran and Craig Oshman. Uh, we are, uh, I'm, I'm already realizing that there is such a huge variety of options for people once they feel like they can't manage their own home anymore. So there's a lot of options out there. It's just knowing when I have to get on this wait list, if it's a financially driven situation. No, but I mean, it's confusing. There are so many options. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Um, And then what happens is you hit a lot of roadblocks along the way. If there are challenges with care or challenges with finances, those are just going to be more roadblocks put up by communities or by an agency. If you're trying to get home care services, it's just, again, it's it's more difficult as the, co- the cases get more complex. And in terms of numbers, just to understand where we are, the baby boom generation is officially over 65. 10,000 people a day turning 65 or something like that, I believe. Wow. That's what, in this country or in, in Connecticut? In this country. No, not, no. Connecticut has had, does have an older population. We definitely do. But, um, we but definitely no, it's, do. that's in the country. And I'm at the not complete tail end of the baby boomer, but I'm at the endish of the baby boomer because I was born in 60. I think technically the baby boomers end in 63 or 64. And uh, we are a vital generation. We're a generation that in many ways has transformed American society as we've moved through it, right? The baby boomers have just had an enormous impact on everything. And we're going to have an enormous impact on aging too. Yeah, you're going to live a lot longer. Well, I mean, obviously, your parents are And the way we age. And the way, exactly. Being vibrant until 70, 80, you know, that sort of thing, hopefully. You it's know, a walk in the park. 70 is a given. Nothing, right? Everyone's, I walk, look around. Everyone's playing pickleball until they're 90 years totally. old, right? <laughs> totally. Although, I don't like it on my knees personally, but my, my brother-in-law, he's so into it. It's beyond belief. It's, it's incredible. Actually, he's making the... Um, He's making the pickleball official paddles and balls. Oh, really? And he's actually, just a little plug for him. Please. He's actually, um, as we speak, he formed this company and he, cre- he contracted with Major League Pickleball. There is such a thing, believe it or of not. Course. Mm-hmm. To create standards for the sport because it doesn't really have them yet. It doesn't really have them. It, it, yeah. it's, it, it, it's, it's in its infancy It started still. as an amateur sport. And, and it's so funny. Seniors started it, basically. It's right. like 65, 70-year-olds. It's been in Westport at the beach for years and years, for decades. I think we were one of the first. Wow. And um, really. but And it, it's fun. I mean, I played it, but I feel like I have to twist too much left yeah, and right stop, on my knees. I like start. a tennis court. My mother-in-law better. hurt her knee playing right? because the you knee. have to the start, stop and right. start. It's, it's not the, for me. It's the hips, the joint, the knees. Yeah. I don't know, careful. Wasn't careful out there, folks. But, you know, any excuse not to exercise, I'm there. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so Chris um, and Craig, so tell me, Craig, a little bit about why you have made this career shift and what in your background 
sort of led you to this? So uh, I've been a realtor for the past 10 years, and uh, the market's kind of frozen right now. Is Lack it? of inventory. Okay. You can continue to manipulate the rates. I, as we were coming into the studio, I was listening to you talk about what's going on in Norwalk. And oh, that's, boy. That's of concern, and, and I think it's, it's due in part to a lack of inventory. Uh, that's available out there, and I've got a lot of buyers that would love to purchase tomorrow. And but people I, don't want to leave the home they're in. Yeah, and so <laughs> there, there's met with that challenge. And, and Chris, I represented him and his wonderful wife uh, eight years ago in the purchase of their property oh, in Oxford. Oh, you guys know each other a while. And, yes, yeah. and we okay. stayed in we stayed in touch. I, I stay in touch with a lot of my past clients, some of which have become friends, like Chris. And and, and I said, hey, you know. This market's frozen. I have two amazing children at home and a wife, and um, got to pay the bills. Yeah, and sure. There is that. My backstory behind it was um, I worked uh, I worked moving seniors into communities like the New Canaan Inn, the Waveney Care, Greens at Cannondale, uh, Greens at um, Greens in Greenwich, and just all these different communities. Atria opened up the Maplewood buildings with the first move-ins, and so it was really cool to have sort of that backstory of about five thousand moves. You over five thousand moves over over a fourteen year period, and um, and so when I you did know, you help people downsize or mm-hmm. literally what so did you do? I would basically get a call from the family and say I need to get my stuff in tomorrow uh, to this community because when beds became available and you that had sort of hasn't stopped, you've got to move quickly, you've got to be efficient, you've got to be dependable. And so I would get my crew together, and we would do like two to three moves into a community a day. So the moves were, you know, were coming in quick. This concession. is your favorite chair, your favorite painting, yeah, maybe your bed. Yeah, it was it was a and lot of it. a lot of emotion, and you're dealing with oh. two types of adult children: ones that absolutely love their parents, and then the other ones, maybe not so much. And so you there was sort find of, that right. It was a balance, and um, I'm, I know a little bit about that as a probate judge. It's tough. Uh huh. It's tough. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to Chris and I'm like, I want to do something I absolutely love. And don't get me wrong, I love real estate. And I've, I've been a great realtor for, you know, again, almost 10 years. But I want to do something that's more fulfilling personally and something that I can make, make an income with right now. And uh, we grabbed lunch together and he's like, hey, I want you to come work with me. And that was, that was what, a month and a half ago? That was ago a month now. and a half ago. It, yeah. just, it just was natural. He was looking into the space and, um, you know, I said, don't. Don't pigeonhole yourself in a sense, um, not to dis- discount or, or put down any other sales roles in senior living, but what I love about Care Patrol and what is that is the flexibility and that I don't have to be biased. I'm not putting a round peg in a square hole. I say, Chris, come or Craig, come work with us because when we meet families, we have the ability to give them options. If you go work for senior living community B in Newtown or wherever, your job is to fill that building. That's your job. And, you know, obviously you, you want to do right by the family, but you at the same time you have to fill those beds. That's your job. At Care Patrol, because we work with everybody, you know, I, I don't have to be beholden to one community. So if someone says, well, can you show me something a little cheaper? Can you show me something in this town or somewhere closer to my daughter over here? I'm able to do that. Versus if I was a salesperson in Wilton, I'd say, no, you don't want to go to Westport or Stanford. Wilton's perfect. This is the best spot for you. So it just it, it lends itself to be more of a salesy type of role, which us we're more consultants. We're more like social workers in the sky. We're we're navigators um, and and supposed to be advisors. Um, so I, when I talked with Craig, it was just it was a no brainer. I mean, he's a great communicator. He is a wonderful networker, um, compassionate, caring, and, and on top. We're going to be right back with Craig, with Chris and Craig, yeah. and we're going to talk a little bit about senior options. And I promise to fill you in on what's happening with my folks because it's quite relevant to this discussion. We'll be right back. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And welcome back to the show. We're talking about senior living options. We're with Chris Curran and Greg and Craig Oshman, who just joined Care Patrol CT, which you can find at carepatrolct.com. And telephone number? 203-448-7414. 203-448-7414. Okay, so... My parents, so let me just tell you, my mom had um, a cryoablation this week, which, you know, everybody's like, it's easy peasy. You know what? Nothing's easy if it's you, if you know what I mean. It was four to five hours of anesthesia. She's 88 years old. In the last year, like less than last year, in Thanksgiving, she had her second stroke. The first one lost sight in an eye, and they said it wasn't a stroke, and they were wrong. The second one, we all knew it was a stroke. And then... Five days after the stroke, they vacuumed out the carotid artery on the left side. You should see, you know, the scar was huge at the first. Now it's not bad, but it was unbelievable. And she's been through all this, trying to recover and recover and walk and do. And her speech wasn't affected at all, thankfully, but some of the walking was. Anyway, uh, some of the memory was. And she's been recovering and recovering. And then she keeps flipping into AFib, AFib, AFib with the heart. So they did two prior procedures, and finally they said they're not working anymore. We can't get it back into rhythm. We have to do this cryoablasia. Here's my point. Mommy's okay. She's okay. She came through the surgery okay. She's weak as a puppy. They put her on so much medicine to get the heart rate down. It was more or less around 115 for a couple of months. So imagine the average heart rate's between 60 and 70. So hers was around 115. It was exhausting her. Mm -hmm. And then they gave her medicine to slow down the heart. That exhausted her more. Very weak. So yesterday, she, she literally had the surgery, what was it, on Tuesday, and she went home yesterday, Wednesday. My father is 94. He's in amazing shape. I've shown you pictures mm-hmm. of my dad. Poo-poo, mm-hmm. he's amazing. And they're very independent. They live in a single-family home in a country club community in Florida where, thankfully, there's a wonderful country club for eating, right? So they go out, but they go out to eat, and they still play cards and bridge and they have a social life and they have a life. They're just older people that live, okay, and my father drives everywhere. My mother stopped when she lost sight in the eye. So they're not used to having any help. And after the stroke and the three weeks of rehab, mommy came home and I thought she needed some help for a while. And they didn't like, and the help only lasted five days because my mother got good pretty quickly and they couldn't stand watching the help sit there. This is my father. Mm-hmm. He couldn't, he couldn't mm-hmm. stand watching her sit there. She only just sat there. She just oh, watching. All she she's just, doing is watching she's your just mother. just watching. That's, I uh, couldn't, right? <laughs> so yesterday, my mother comes home from the hospital. And my father's exhausted. And my mother's really weak. 
And everyone has been pitching in, but I'm not there and Jill's not there. But Gary is there, uh, Jill's boyfriend, and various friends are there, and they're doing the best they can. And I just like said, and my parents have long-term care insurance. Right, yeah. Hello. <laughs> I made them buy it 25 years ago. I have it too. And uh, I said, you know, we need some help, like right now. Not forever. Nothing is forever anyway. <laughs> but for now, this is what my father does to me. Again, I know my dad. He goes, I really don't think you should be doing this, Lisa. I don't think you understand. It's not good for mommy. She really needs to be able to get up and do things herself. Why are you doing this to me? I can take care of your mother. Why are you doing this? I can take care. You really shouldn't do this. He's pulling at my heartstrings. That's as tough as my father ever gets, but that was really tough. And I said, Daddy, I'm overruling you. I am overruling you. So I called an agency and I got help. She showed up at 7.30 this morning. My mother gets on the phone. She's really nice. <laughs> my father says, it's okay. Good. That's a win. That's a big win. That's a victory. It's a win. It's a win. And and if she And it's not forever. It's, it's not forever. It's probably just for five days. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they get the okay to are we are we good now? Can we tell her she can leave? She doesn't have to come back. Um well no, yeah. it's a win though because yeah. a lot of people are resistant. <laughs> but if they day one they said she's really nice, more often than not they become such a key I hope so. person just in their for a lives. While. Just, it doesn't have to be forever and it's not even overnights, but it's during the day. I said, Daddy Get out and get a cup of coffee. Right. Go play your bridge today. Do it. Right. Because then all of a sudden, if he becomes her primary caregiver constantly, and then he's going to wear down. He's Overnight. Gonna, all, yeah, I, I can't mean, take it. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, no. And last night when they simply refused to have ever, anybody, and we weren't told they needed so we couldn't get somebody that quickly anyway, my mother said uh, that my father had to drag her from the bathroom to the bed. She had no strength to walk. Daddy had to drag me. He dragged me. He dragged me. But I made it. It's okay. It's okay. What's okay about that? Uh, no, There's like literally th- nothing okay no, about that. No, you're having nightmares 3,000 miles away right. or 1,000 like miles away. There's nothing okay no. about that. But mm. I was thinking about you guys coming in today. Uh, we're chatting with Chris Curran and Craig Oshran of Care Patrol, carepatrolct.com. And I was just thinking that literally every day, every stage, there are decisions that have to be made. And look, I mean, in your situation, you have two, you know, alert and oriented, vibrant folks that are I have do. the means who, that are in a yeah, good spot. Yeah, they planned for it, and they planned for it, and everything. And even now, you're getting pushback, and he's in his nineties, and she's had two strokes and heart All surgery. Right. If not now, when? Well, that's right. You know what I mean? So, and that's the that's thing. That's right. It's it's one of those <laughs> things where it's. If it's not now, I was talking to a 94-year-old woman the other day, 94, and she's, I'm thinking about independent living. <laughs> oh, you don't say. <laughs> you know, it's one of those right. things. And again, God bless them, But you obviously. have to understand, my yeah. father's sister's going to be 98, August She's 21st. still doing her thing. She has her own home. She drives her own car. She pays her own it's bills. Amazing. And she's smarter than anyone in the room. That's beautiful. And his mother lived to 106 and a half, was never in a nursing home. So, so then just you, give him four or five more years and he'll be ready then? Is that what we're saying? He'll never be ready. <laughs> no, right. And of course But not. my mother and he together, but we'll keep yep. him in their own home as long as we can. And you can do that. You should be able to. Again, with long-term care insurance, you have that option. We have the home health care And that, that's, that's huge. So again, when you, have, when you plan, like all things, you, you're it's setting better. yourself up for success and you have more options and you're not in crisis mode um, and you don't have to take the, the lesser of two evils in a sense.
So what was, give me a typical fact pattern, Chris, because we just got about four minutes. Mm-hmm. Of like somebody who might call you. Yeah. So before I came in here, actually, I had a uh, a gentleman call me from um, a senior center locally. He got my information, and unfortunately, his wife um, has uh, early um, Alzheimer's, and they're living in their home. um, And he's just starting to learn what the needs are for her. She's independent, um, but her short term memory is very poor. So she's able to get around the house and bathe herself and dress herself. But he does the cooking, he does the cleaning, she doesn't drive anymore. Um, so he knows that he wants to go out now or if he wants to be out overnight He's or afraid the weekend, to leave her alone. He needs to start thinking about home care options. So, again, we are the Do crisis. Do you help with that? 100%. So we're the crisis people. If someone needs a move tomorrow, next week, to a senior living environment and can't be home anymore. But we're also building relationships with, relationships with people who are just starting this process, this journey. I mean, he's 79. She, they're young. Yeah, You that know, is he young. just retired in May, and he uh, sounded very vibrant, and it's unfortunate. Isn't it sad to be retiring, and you think you're looking forward to this beautiful 10 or 15 years, and somebody gets sick? It's very, very, yeah. very, very sad. And so he yeah. is looking for some options, some answers, just to kind of get the ball rolling. So now... This relationship that I have with this client could last a couple of years. We could get him set up with some home care services locally. And then if and when the time comes that he wants to move out of the home with her and go to a community together. You'll find that too. Sometimes people want to go where he would be in the independent living area of a community. That's what my in-laws have. And then she would be in the memory care. My in-laws have that. Not for memory, but my father-in-law is full-time nursing Mm -hmm. because his legs stopped working. Mm. And, but she's still in independent living, but it's literally down the road. Right. So these, these could be not even down the road, but on the sa- in the same building, the same campus. Wow, really? So, yeah. So you have, you have individuals where, you know, it's not working at home anymore, but one individual, one spouse is completely independent or doesn't have any care needs, and the other one might be suffering from moderate to advanced dementia. And so they need a secure memory care environment. So they can't live together in the same apartment any longer, but they can still have meals together, oh, spend really? half the day together if they'd like, okay. and then... And then the alert and oriented spouse can go and play bridge or enjoy meals with their other friends that they've made. So there are options for this gentleman going forward. If he wants to keep a caregiver in his home with his wife for the rest of his life and they have the means to do that, that great. Um, If he just would like to say, listen, her dementia gets to a point where she doesn't know, unfortunately, who I am anymore or she doesn't know really where she is anymore, it could get to a point where he might stay in his home and he might have her placed in a memory care environment. And that just shows you there are so many different permutations. And everybody's, yeah, everybody's situation is different and they have, might have different It's wants. very difficult to judge what's right for somebody else. You have to walk in their shoes. And ask a lot of questions. And, and ask a lot of yeah, questions. And that's what we're there to so do. So 203-448-7414 is where the questions get answered. And thank you both for being here today. Thanks for having us. CarePatrolCT.com. CarePatrolCT.com. We're here you. to help. You bet. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So... What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free.
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 